Food Heals Nation, what have you been doing lately when it comes to truly caring for your skin? Have you tried any of the light therapy facials or the LED masks? I've shared on this show how I use lasers to completely remove my brown spots in the past, and I love anything that can help me with wrinkles or blemishes or redness or scars. I find a lot of great products on YouTube that I test out, and I've just discovered a new brand. It's called Lima, and when you see the before and afters on YouTube, you're going to be a convert too. They are changing the way that you care for your skin on actually a profoundly scientific level. This is the Lima laser. It's the world's most powerful clinic grade cosmetic laser device and the only laser FDA cleared for at home use. Why this is important is because I was spending, I'm not going to tell you how much, way too much money years ago when I was getting rid of those brown spots when I was really healing my skin. And now This same type of technology is available at home, and I'm here for it. I am so excited. So this is a near-infrared laser light that penetrates deep into the dermis, simultaneously working on your fat, muscle, and bone to give you like a non-surgical facelift. It transforms your skin. It helps skin issues like wrinkles, sagging, blemishes, pigmentation, redness, breakouts, and scars. And it does this with zero damage, zero pain, and zero downtime. And I remember the lasers that I used to do, they did have some downtime, so this is great. Make sure to check out some of the before and after photos on the website so you can see what I'm talking about. They have YouTube videos too. But the reason it's groundbreaking is it uses that near-infrared low-level light technology, which is completely cold and painless, and it's 100 times more powerful than an LED. And the craziest part is you can even use it with a full face of makeup. So check it out for yourself. Visit lima.life. L is for live. Y is for younger. M is for masterful. A is for approved, and learn more about the Lima Laser. If you're interested in trying one today, you can sign up for their newsletter. Tell them that Food Heals sent you, and please let me know if you order one. I want to hear about your results. Again, it's lima.life, L-Y-M-A dot life. Y'all, oh my God, Food Heals Nation, I just got the softest sheets and pajama set from Cozy Earth, and I had to go and get you a discount code too, so that you could experience the coziness as well. You can visit CozyEarth.com, use the promo code FOODHEALS, and you'll get an exclusive 35% off. So Cozy Earth, it's like your one-stop shop for what they call the luxury she deserves. So listen up, guys because this could make a great gift for that special someone, your girlfriend, your wife, the mother in your life. And don't forget, Mother's Day will be here before we know it. So get a gift for the mom or moms. Here's a nice little gift you could ask for. Anyways, let's start with the sheets to transform your sleep. The coolest thing about Cozy Earth Bedding is that it is temperature regulating. So you stay cool, which is so important when you're sleeping. Plus they are just so soft. It feels like I'm sleeping on a cloud. Plus I love the cozy earth quality and longevity promise. All products come with a 100 night sleep trial and a 10 year warranty. So incorporating cozy earth products into your self-care routine can enhance your sleep quality and just overall wellness. So Again, this is the luxury you deserve. You can treat yourself to the ultimate in comfort and indulgence with Cozy Earth bedding and sleepwear and prioritize your self-care and sleep health. 
And while you're at it, don't forget to check out the Bamboo Pajama Set. It was awarded Oprah's Favorite Things in 2019, so you know it's good. I love the softness and breathability of the fabric, and it has these really great side pockets. And don't forget that by supporting our sponsors, you support this show. Head over to CozyEarth.com, use the promo code FOODHEELS for an exclusive 35% off, and go get your mom the luxury she deserves on Mother's Day at CozyEarth.com with promo code Food Heals. Food Heals Podcast, episode 133. Chocolate will get me into any movement. It's my gateway drug. (laughs) How do you think you got me? (laughs) (laughs) The blue eyes and the long eyelashes. And the chocolate. Done and done. I get it, girl. Holistic Voice presents the Food Heals Podcast with your hosts, Alison Melody and Susie Hardy. Join the Food Heals Nation and learn the secrets to go from feeling unwell to healing yourself. Warning, side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, an increase in sexual activity, feelings of joy, cravings for kale and quinoa, and a spike in Tinder matches. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to put down the Ben & Jerry's, get off the couch, and take a walk outside. If you experience any of these symptoms, tell your Facebook friends immediately. All right, welcome Food Heals Nation. Thanks for joining us. I'm Allison Melody. And I'm Susie Hardy. Today's guests are Sage and Ana Blanca. They see a world where everyone can consume the most nutritious, non-GMO, organic foods and have indulgences made from ingredients that bring tremendous health benefits. And I'm not making that up. Like I would have thought before we met them that this was kind of BS. But no, after talking to them, I'm like, no, their chocolate is really healthy. I mean, I wouldn't believe it either, but... It's literally chocolate infused with superfoods and herbs and things that I can't even pronounce. And we learned a lot from them. Yeah. Like I learned a lot. I learned about stuff I didn't really, I kind of heard about like tonic, tonifying herbs. I'm like, I don't really know. I, I learned a lot from them. Yeah. And how the herbs are anti-aging and make us look younger and skinnier and hotter. I mean, I'm in. And it comes in chocolate. I know. It's ridiculous. So Sage and Ana Blanca created Addictive Wellness to share the healthy indulgences they've been making and enjoying with the world. They infuse each piece of chocolate with their love for each other, love for life, love for nature, and their desire to help everyone live their own version of the ultimate life. That is such a beautiful mission. It is a beautiful mission, and they're a beautiful couple. They're the type when you see them together, they're like too perfect for words, and you're like, I want that. <laughs> I know. They were adorable. I know. So cute. So loving. I know. But first, we have a special announcement. We have to tell you about our latest swag bag winner. Winner! Yay! Congratulations, Zoe Toomer, at Zoe Ann Toomer on Twitter, if you want to follow her, because we do, and you should too. So, Susie, will you do the honors? I will. Life-changing. Firstly, I want to thank you. I only found you as you started following me on Instagram. This prompted me to check you guys out. I'm so grateful. You're amazing. I can't tell you how happy listening to your podcasts make me. I struggled with stress and anxiety this past year, and listening to your podcasts on my one-hour, 15-minute commute to work really cheered me up. I talk about you guys all the time. You have given me a sense of motivation and drive I needed. 2017 is totally going to be my year. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Listening to your interviews has allowed me to discover such wonderful people. It's made me learn to love myself and continue my vegan journey, listen to my body, believe in holistic approach, and allowed me to feel content. I live in the UK, and this information isn't so readily available, so it's great I can find out about it all through your podcasts. Smiley face, kiss kiss. Aw, that's amazing. Well, we're really happy to be along with you on your commute, 
And it sounds like you're doing amazing things, Zoe. So thank you so much. Thank you, Zoe. Really appreciate it. So we're going to send you a swag bag, but you got to send us your address. So send it to info at foodhealsnation.com. Yeah, thanks. And keep up the good work. Next, we have to tell you about our fabulous sponsor. We're so excited to be partnered with Gunas, which is America's first 100% vegan handbag brand. And ladies, these handbags are awesome. I love their Glam collection, and I adore their Rebel and Angel collections as well. I know. They have really good collections. Their pictures are great. Their bags are really convenient and well-made. And they're designed by activist and fashion addict Sagan Agrawal, a lady after our own hearts. That's right. She quit her corporate career to follow her dreams and start her own brand of vegan fashion. Screw in the nine to five. That's how we like it. These bags are handmade without any animal byproducts. That means no silk, wool, leather, or fur, and no guilt. Instead, they're made with high quality man-made materials as well as recycled plastic bottles and upcycled textiles. And there's more. This is a brand that gives back. Part of the sales go to support animal and environmental charities, and they also donate surplus stock for fundraising and charity events. This really is a brand with ethics. It is, and that's what we want to talk about here on the Food Heals podcast. So that means when you buy a Gunas bag, you buy 100% vegan, 100% sweatshop-free, 100% ethical bag. And they're gorgeous. What more could a girl want? I don't know. Chocolate. And of course, course, Food Heals Nation knows we scored an exclusive discount for you. Go to GunasTheBrand.com and use the coupon code FOODHEALS for 20% off your order. Next up, our interview with Sage and Ana Blanca. The Food Heals Podcast starts now. Today, we're here with two exciting guests, Sage and Ana Blanca. Sage studied raw and superfood nutrition and traditional herbalism. He has worked with and trained under the world's leading master herbalist and nutrition and longevity specialist around the world. Sage's unique experience and expertise has enabled him to develop products internationally and give lectures on peak performance nutrition in Australia, Bali, America, and France. And I have to say, Susie. He knows his stuff. Yes, right? he does. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he does. And Anna Blanca has lived and worked all over the world. She grew up in Hungary on a pure organic upbringing. She learned about Eastern health practices in Japan and Bali and became familiar with Western alternative treatments and dietary practices during her time in Canada, Sweden, and Switzerland. Together, they are passionate about helping people live the ultimate life and create a better world. I can't wait for everybody to hear our interview. Welcome, Sage and Anna Blanca. Thank you so much. We're so excited to be here with you. Thanks so much for having us. I'm dying to know the story behind your chocolate. Tell us. Tell us everything. Awesome. Okay. So it kind of begins with a little bit of a backstory on me is that I I grew up pretty healthy. I had the good fortune to grow up as a vegetarian. And my Mm. parents thought this is really the best that you can do is raise a kid on a vegetarian diet, which was awesome. But it was like a lot of white rice and tofu and things like that, mostly organic, which is awesome. But there was room for improvement. Yeah. And so I kind of, you know, as a teenager, got exposed at first to the ideas of, you know, the, the, the Eastern medicine ideas of prevention rather than, you know, Western drugs and things like this. And then when I was 18, I got turned on to my first superfood, which in my case was a mix that was like hemp protein mixed with some some Western herbs and chlorella and spirulina and things like that. And oh yeah, for me... I didn't care how it tasted. You know, I would kind of blend up a big scoop of that with some, at the time, it was just like orange juice and blueberries and strawberries. And it would taste horrible. It was disgusting. (laughs) I I, I can relate to this because I I didn't grow up vegetarian, but I did grow up taking supplements, 
taking things that didn't necessarily taste good to my taste buds, but I was taking for nutrition. Yeah. So I can relate to that, that you choke yeah. it down knowing this is good for me. Exactly. Right. And, and also like health. after a few weeks of doing it, I noticed I had this high afterwards, which maybe was a little bit of sugar rush, but also like I was just getting really clear and getting the best nutrition I'd ever had in my life up to that point. And I just felt amazing. And I just wanted to feel that way all the time. And it made me start thinking, if this was out there all these years and I didn't know about it, what else have I been missing out on? And that yeah. kind of started yeah. this domino Thank effect you. of wanting to learn more about you know, veganism and raw foods and superfoods. And then it got into studying traditional herbal systems of indigenous cultures. And just kind of the more I learned, the more I incorporated into my life. And I got more excited about it. And then the more I wanted to learn. And just like it was this great benevolent cycle that I got into. And then when I was 19, I was in Costa Rica and I learned how to make raw chocolate. And I was realizing at that point I had tried to turn enough friends on in my program because, of course, when you're feeling amazing, you want to share it with other people. <laughs> Wait, I got to stop you. So where did you learn raw chocolate? Is that a thing in Costa Rica? Is that like well, just happened? Well, I mean, cacao grows it? in Costa Rica. And, and for me, I was at a place that is a, a actually a vegan commune in Costa Rica called Pachamama. Ooh. Um, and so I was I was actually on a retreat there at the time. and it was How old were you again? I was 19. And it's it's like in the jungle there. It's like tree houses. It felt like straight out of Avatar. It oh, my God. Pretty spectacular. <laughs> and, you know, just like running barefoot through the jungle yeah. and like having these cacao dance parties at night. It was just like. Nice. Totally I want to go to level. there. Yeah. <laughs> and so that was how I first learned to make chocolate. And, you know, I had tried to turn other friends on to kind of my little health kick program. There and or back here? Back here. Okay. I, mean, I was in college at the time and mm-hmm. nobody was going for it just because it tasted darn horrible. Did it? What, what, not the chocolate, but a lot of the food I was eating at the time, oh, like, like, like the that, other that drink, foods. like, like okay. you know, doing that, like, uh, like spirulina, chlorella, hemp protein smoothie. <laughs> like, I didn't know how to work the flavors at the time. Right. Like all those ingredients can be done really deliciously, of course. Right. Uh, that's what we're really into. But at the time, I didn't know I was a rookie, and nobody was getting into it because it was tough to do. It, they were resistant, you know. Well, and that's s- the thing is that especially Americans. There's obviously different palates all across the world. People eat various types of food. They have different flavors. There's a lot of bitter in Asia where we don't even have that here pretty much. But I feel like Americans very much like, if it doesn't taste good, I'm not going to eat it. Right. And like I said, like I grew up like you, like, no, you eat it because mom put it in front of you and it's a vegetable and it's good for you. Yeah. So I thought, wow, if I could make chocolate that's super healthy, incorporates all these great things and tastes good, this is something that I can use to recruit people to my movement like you know all this stuff that i'm into chocolate will get me into any movement it's my gateway drug yeah how do you think you got me seriously (laughs) the blue eyes and those long eyelashes and the chocolate done and done i get it girl and so so i learned how to make this chocolate nice you know it got better and better and at the time i was sweetening it with uh, raw honey and you know i learned how chocolate is both an mao inhibitor and a vasodilator can and you the, tell us what those means? Oh, yeah, you're about so, so, yeah, yeah. Um, so <laughs> oh. as a vasodilator, it actually drives the herbs deeper into your system. So it's so it expands your capillaries. It expands right. Your, it's opening everything up. It's, it's basically up. Like, it's like it's opening all your receptors. It's it's just like clearing the traffic out of the way, opening up the roads. Everything can go in. Mm-hmm. And and the MAO inhibitor. When I do demos, that's why I explain it to people. Imagine that. You take any form of substance, eventually it has to leave your system, right? Mm-hmm. Medications and herbs. And the MAO inhibitor, an MAO is usually like a bouncer in your body. Like, okay, you've got to go. A bouncer. <laughs> Party over, you've got to get out, right? <laughs> an MAO that. inhibitor is like, 
okay, look at these guests. This is so cool. They're washing the dishes. They're helping to clean up. They are like helping us. I'm feeling good. So cocoa is like an MEO inhibitor. It recognizes that these herbs are the good guys. They're here to help me and allowing these herbs to stay in your system much longer. Mm-hmm. Do you guys, what does MAO stand for? Mono. Monoamine oxidase. Yeah. Monoamine oxidase? Yeah, oxidase. Okay. Oxidase. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, and Got that, Allie? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I it. Yeah, and so because of those things, when you take herbs with chocolate, and we're not talking about culinary herbs, we're talking about what they call tonic herbs, which we can get into in a minute. But when you take these super beneficial herbs with chocolate, it's as if you had taken more of the herbs than you actually did because Uh. you're absorbing them better and they're staying active in your system for longer. So the more chocolate, the better? In this case, yeah. (laughs) In this case, yes. That cannot apply to certain kinds of chocolates out there. Probably those kinds of chocolates. Yeah. (laughs) It's like the Trojan horse for the good stuff. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, the chocolate recipe kept evolving and then... You know, as Anna Blanc and I started dating, she really pushed me to make this final jump into taking it from being honey sweetened to actually being sugar free, which mm-hmm. to me is like the ultimate. If you can have a chocolate that is raw, vegan, incorporates the most potent Chinese and Ayurvedic herbs, mm-hmm. and is sugar free, that's really ticking all the boxes to create what I saw as being like the ultimate. Food, yeah, right? that's when I fall in love. And delicious and fun and like all this stuff, right? So is there any sweetener in it at all? Yeah, so it is sweet. We use a combination of xylitol, which mm-hmm. is made from organically grown birch trees. Mm-hmm. And not all xylitol is made from birch trees. Yeah, because the ones that sometimes if you read it on a, on a box that it says plant-derived, it's mostly made of corn, GMO mm-hmm. corn from mm-hmm. China. I'm it like, is oh. frightening. I mean, I know I've, you know, they have all the labs, tons of labs in China. They can recreate anything. It doesn't mean it's actually the stuff. Right. So they'll recreate mm-hmm. it chemically yeah. and God knows what the hell it is. Yeah. yeah, you're overloading those pesticides in your body when you're having that. But if you see it on the packaging that it says birch derived, mm. and ours is actually very uh, from wonderfully and clearly and purely organically grown birch. And the other, xylet, other uh, sweetener that we're using is a very special non-bitter organic stevia. So mm-hmm. Sage found out how to mix those two together to have to hit That's the great because I want to love stevia and I don't. It's yeah, most stevias aftertaste have a really strong aftertaste. So yeah. um, in stevia, you have different sweet compounds called rhabobicides. Mm-hmm. Um, rhabobicides? Yeah. Okay. And so they, there's like rib A, rib B, rib C, and they each have a different flavor profile. Some are have more sweetness. Some have more bitter. They, they each have just their own whole thing going on. They have different aftertastes. And so the stevia that we use has a really high level of Reb A. And that is the one that has the nicest, most natural sweet flavor and the minimal aftertaste, if any at all. Most people who normally have a thing where like, ah, I can't handle stevia. They try our chocolate and like, wow, it doesn't even taste like stevia. Now there is about 2% of the population that are what I would call like stevia super tasters where no matter what, they will pick up that aftertaste and they just have extra taste buds that are made for tasting that it's for whatever reason um and they I won't be able be to handle it but um, i'm not i know i'm not because i i susie hasn't had it yet i have mm. i bought it at Irwan before so we sh- i do not get the aftertaste i'm like this is fabulous so we'll, we're gonna do an we're gonna do a taste test. Thing in a minute yeah. but oh, that's yeah. exciting. first we want to we want to hear your story and how you guys you know <laughs> came together and then we're gonna do a taste test awesome oh, i was born and raised in a countryside of hungary we were like completely remote. My dad was a veterinarian. My mom cooked. And they were both very advanced in health. Like really, we had raw milk. We were getting royal jelly, 
we were getting cultured vegetables. We actually had infrared light bulbs. In if we had a headache, that's what they would put on us. I love infrared. Wow. We were running barefoot around. We yeah. had like, I I have to say I wasn't raised vegan because he would bring home like even from the meat or or we would get in really raw raw dairy everything mm-hmm. but in a way but that's that, still the best exactly type yeah. of dairy exactly like everything that we learned from our my dad was teaching us meditations and mm-hmm. wow. all this stuff but this was in the 1970s 80s in in a communist country mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so far removed and and oh he used to make us kombucha but he, it was in a gigantic really like a five gallon glass bottles and it was the mother was floating in there but he called it for us uh, the monkey brain juice <laughs> and we were like whoa the monkey brain juice let's go get some and we i had i grew up in all these things so i walk into erevan and everything that's there yeah. is something like, that i yeah. had when i was a child yeah it's incredible and mom was make cooking for us three times a day everything homemade yeah even the bread yeah so when I come in and doing these things together, I go, well, now now I don't have gluten, I don't have sugar, none of those things, but uh, my taste buds are set for things. Like I can try to explain to people, they say, cultured vegetables, things for them. I'm like, my body is like a puppy, literally, it's wagging its tail. You mean for, like fermented for, vegetables? Yeah, when yeah. I smell fermented vegetables, I go, oh, oh, me too. I go crazy. It's my, I, I crave it. Mm-hmm. Me too. Mm-hmm. I had so, some kimchi last night. Oh, nice. Isn't it amazing? And pickles are my... <laughs> I love pickles. Oh, yes. And those too. You make it. And then, of course, I got into the modeling world and traveled the world. And that's when I would be like, not eating a very well-balanced diet. I say, you know, three times ice cream a day and pizzas and everything. So as a model. Yeah. Because, you know, that's what was available and that's what you would eat with everybody. And you had, but I never touched alcohol. I never smoked. I never did drugs. Nothing. That's great. Ever. So, and then I came back to LA and uh, because I traveled, lived everywhere, etc. And then I went into Erewhon mm-hmm. one night. Erewhon is our favorite natural food store in LA. Exactly. It's not just a food store. It has a tonic bar and it's a place, a birthplace of an entire movement. Yeah. A lot of people from all around the world, they gravitate, gravitate to Los Angeles, not just because we have a movie industry. But it's a very, it's a center of um, new products. It's mm-hmm. a health movement that's yep. happening here in Los Angeles. We call it the health vortex. <laughs> and that's Tonic Bar is where I met Sage. After one of the conferences, there was a big gathering. Mm-hmm. And he just came back from Australia, walked in. And I, yeah, I just moved back from Australia. And I came in, saw Ana Blanca standing at the Tonic Bar. And I was, I guess, feeling quite confident at the moment. Um, and have a decided, nice time going on. I, I, I got to go say hello. Um, <laughs> and, of course, it, it was not, uh, you know, immediately warm, like, oh, like, long lost lover connection. But Joy and Jay, Joy were, and Jay were there right next to her. The jinx, the and, jinx and, and they knew me and they knew her. And they said, oh, that's just Sage. He's cool. It's okay. But then, you know, we were we were friends for like a year. Oh, wow. Before yeah, we got together. Yeah, before we got together. And uh, he was editing the... Videos for the conference. Oh, okay. And for then, the longevity conference. For the longevity conference. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, oh my God, those are like for me to watch the the speeches that I didn't get to see. Mm-hmm. So I said mm-hmm. he's gonna bring them over, and he came over and uh, we brought some chocolate. And what else did you bring, sweetheart? Well, so <laughs> I didn't. I, at Explain this point, I, I didn't even realize that romance <laughs> was on the table. I thought you know we were just friends. I didn't which either. Is totally cool, but. <laughs> 
She is an extraordinarily beautiful woman. So yes, she is. On principle, I made her a delicious chocolate chia pudding mm. packed with as many aphrodisiac herbs as it could possibly get. Uh, <laughs> just awesome. to see what happens. Uh, it's just experimental. Amazing. Um, <laughs> and what happened? She, oh, yeah, I got there. She put it in the fridge and didn't eat it that night. No. <laughs> we ended up watching the videos, but we connect always so well that we kept stopping the speeches and talking. And yeah, yeah. Watch the speech and talk. And I got so late and he drove home. And the next morning, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so hungry. I had the pudding for breakfast. Uh-oh. And I'm writing. Oh, my God. What's in this thing? Dude. Oh. Oh. oh my god i think i saw stars in the morning it was incredible and he was pretty much giggling did you call him and say I, got, I, still, I still have the email she wrote me after oh that. my god <laughs> can you give us the cliff notes yeah <laughs> oh now he put it into a chocolate that we call Love chocolate. Oh, yeah. so, so now yeah, everybody tag, can have a bit of that. <laughs> tagline and this is passionate hearts are romantic nights, and you take away from that what you will. Oh my gosh. Okay, so what are <laughs> some of the herbs in there that makes it? Yeah, explain, so, explain what tonic herbs are first. Right. Day. So, so we mentioned earlier, like we're not just using culinary herbs like rosemary and basil, which are, are fabulous, but we're using an elite class of herbs called tonic herbs, and these are even above medicinal herbs which you would take when, you, when you're sick or to cure a particular ailment. Tonic herbs are something that you can take in small amounts every day over the course of your life to really tonify your body and fine-tune into a state of optimal health and peak performance. And how would you define tonify to our audience? Let's make a, an analogy to, to bodybuilding. Yeah. Um, like you can work on building big muscle or you can go out and like just run a marathon or you can do something like yoga that gets your body like strong. Like when you see someone's muscles, oh, he, like he or she is really toned. Mm -hmm. It doesn't need to be like huge, but like everything is Balanced, just right. right? Balance and strong. Uh, it, it's, there's just something about it you recognize. Like that, that is how it really, that's like an optimal look right there. When you're tonifying your organs or different systems in your body, mm -hmm. you're just getting them to that optimal state where, where they're functioning at their perfect level. So are you telling me I can eat chocolate instead of going to the gym? <laughs> it's, it, <laughs> they are good know, in combination. Yeah, yeah. There's, right, like, right. there's so many things in health that you can do. I would say it's it's a, about having a well-rounded lifestyle. That's no, right? like, like You still got to go. And you know, these tonic, herbs, these tonic herbs have been studied for over 4,000 years. Yeah. Right? So you can have a clinical trial of something for three months. And you say stamp of approval in three months, we saw this and this, but 4,000 years. Well, I think paying attention. Yeah, what I, what I think what is really do. great is that you hit it. It's like tonifying your organs, yeah. your internal metabolism, your chemistry, because mm -hmm. there is so much more going on inside our bodies than our muscles and our brains and what most people think about and your hair, skin, and nails or whatever. There's, exactly. there's incredible ballet and orchestra and there's constant metabolic processes that affect our sex drive and our health and our vision and our skin all of these things where if you can just eat some of your chocolate and tonify that right there's like hundreds and hundreds of microfunctions happening in the body exactly. every single second so to give an example you have reishi mushroom which is one mm. of our favorites it's in our uh, mm. tranquility chocolate and a little bit in the love chocolate as well it is known as the the herb of immortality and spiritual potency and it works on many levels like tonic, you'll see this a lot with tonic herbs. They work on many levels. So, so reishi has these long chain sugars called polysaccharides. If you were to unravel them, they'd be like three feet long. Mm -hmm. 
They come into your body and they get chopped up into smaller pieces by your white blood cells and attached to your white blood cells and actually basically teach them how to do their job better. It's like an operating system upgrade wow. for your immune system. And so it's working on your immune system. But then also it's helping your oxygen metabolism and improving what in the Chinese system they call your qi, which is your active moment-to-moment yeah. energy and vitality. So it's improving your energy as well. And then it also is an incredible herb from a, a spiritual energetic side in that it makes you calm and peaceful. It gets you out of your head and into mm. your heart. It, it, that's why they call it the, the herb of uh, spiritual potency. I have to it's interrupt like you. We all have to look at Obi because he's scratching at your chocolate bags. Uh, <laughs> he, he's <laughs> looking so for the herbs. Sorry, he's Poppy. wanting some herbs and some chocolate. I'm so sorry, Obi. No, that's okay. Ready. He'll have to deal. Reishi let's, let's... is very, very uh, special to me. My sister, yeah. when uh, she got pregnant, mm-hmm. flew over from Brussels with her husband. We sat down with them and Sage put together a program for her. Mm-hmm. And he during pregnancy, you really can't take many herbs, only astragalus and reishi. So Sage put together this beautiful program for her and said, just take reishi every day. And so she had a reishi baby, which is a very, very fascinating that these babies, so reishi babies whose mother took reishi all through the pregnancy, have very strong immune system. He has a very wow. strong immune system, a very strong nervous system. Mm-hmm. He's almost like a little Buddha. Mm. Is he calm? Calm, beautiful, very smart, very focused. From birth, he Amazingly been, compassionate as well. For extremely compassionate. Like he's in this international school and so somehow people gravitate to him all the time. He's just mm. barely four years old, mm-hmm. but he's already has a personality and an aura that just completely different wow. from other children. This guys, this is really fascinating. I th- I love this stuff. I think it was, I I mean I love and I love that you're putting it in chocolate so that more people will more yeah. Americans at least will right. be open oh, yeah. to having it because <laughs> there's so many of these, you know, medicinal and tonic herbs in the world that we just are not exposed to. We just don't know about. So, let's taste. Yes. Tasting yeah, time. And actually we have six different kinds. They all taste the same. And the only difference is that there are a different set of herbs okay. in all six. And uh, the way we did it, and then we actually put the three pictures of the three herbs in the back of the box. Mm-hmm. Are we so. tasting from these? Anything you like. Over there. Oh, yeah. Oh, you that is coming later. Oh, that's later. Okay. okay. So let's taste. This is she. So this is for females. Four big cups. In it. Smells so, amazing. So that one has the great herbs for the female hormones. Mm-hmm. So you have things in there like white peony, which is helping to build blood. And especially on a vegan diet for women, it's so important to think about what foods you're doing that are going to help you maintain those healthy blood mm-hmm. levels and iron levels. Yum. So good. And so white peony is also, you know, balancing the hormones through the cycle. And you have things like gelatinized maca in there as well. So, you know, raw maca has been so popularized. And it's, it's awesome. But when you heat process the maca, it's called gelatinized maca, breaks down a lot of the starches in there that can be hard to digest. And so mm-hmm. it actually becomes more potent and more beneficial. It's really good. It's, it's really delicious. It tastes like um, a dark chocolate bar. I was going to say, no, I'm one of that 2% with the super stevia. Right. <laughs> I don't taste any stevia aftertaste. That is delicious. It tastes oh, like so a really, really high quality, bitter dark chocolate. Yeah. Like it would go good with like coffee or wine. One of the... What I'm very, very proud of about our chocolate is that we source, it's an Arriba Nacional chocolate. It's mm-hmm. an heirloom kind. And it is beyond fair trade. So we didn't even want to be certified for fair trade because 
we are beyond that. Okay. Fair trade is more of an issue in Africa where those big cocoa and chocolate companies in Europe really pushed on the wages for the people. This is so much better quality, so much higher from from Ecuador that every stage of the process, mm-hmm. the people get so much higher money. Yeah, it's the highest quality cacao in the world, so it's going to be more expensive. Mm-hmm. Therefore, at every stage of the operation, you have more margins to pay right. people you know, sure. a fair price. Sure. But it's like fair wages. Right. Yeah. Fair trade is more an issue in Africa where they have to force it. People who are working in these companies and uh, on Aribonazio in Ecuador, they get much higher wages than minimum fair trade. Got it. So we don't say we have Because the actual trade. fair trade standard is actually pretty low. It's pretty bad. You know, that's so sad to hear. <laughs> that is very sad. you feel good about yourself when you buy right. something fair trade. But then what I've noticed is all of these chains are now calling themselves fair trade, which made me suspicious and go, well, the standards must have lowered. If it's getting, yeah, it's, it's, it's time for a, for a new standard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So can you tell us about the process of you came together and you started making chocolate and then how did you find people to make it? How, how did you get into the business? Did you guys oh, have a background? We make it. It's us making it. Yeah, we're, we're still, it's, you know, it's, it's us pouring every single cup of chocolate. Wow. Yeah. So, so we've gotten really efficient with it, but every piece is still handmade by us. That's incredible, you guys, because I've seen your chocolate everywhere in LA. I so I wouldn't guess that, you know. That's the yeah. two of us. We have a very lovely Japanese girl who helps us packaging now. Mm-hmm. But every other stage of our operation, it's us. Can we talk a little bit about why... You know, typical chocolate and candy out there is highly processed. It's full of sugar. It's really not what we want to be feeding our kids. So how can people choose healthier, more organic, more vegan cacao-laced products instead of these foods that are going to give their kids, if not, you know, teeth problems, diabetes in the future, getting them addicted to sugar? Can we talk a little bit about Genetically that? Genetically modified almost everything in those. So when you walk in the store at Halloween time, you see the baskets and baskets of of these chocolates that are tiny and made packaged for trick-or-treating, right? Yeah, those those are, you know, mass consumption, what we call food-like products. It's not really, it's not there, there's nothing really happening for your body. In yeah, there. yeah. And I think people know it's bad, but they think, oh, it's just this once and it's not that bad. I would argue that it is that bad. What about you guys? Yeah, I mean, you know. These things are not like you have it one day and then you're instantly back to your old self the next. It has repercussions in how you're going to be feeling the next day and even in your ability to make healthy decisions the next day. If your brain is not working as well on November 1st, mm-hmm. you're not going to be making as healthy decisions. Your willpower is not going to be as strong yes. to you know resist whatever uh, Halloween candy is at the office the next day. And, and then so then maybe you have a piece of candy the next day. Yeah. And that's going to affect your decision making on November 2nd. And now so, we're talking about adults. I'm also thinking about the effect on children, what you are teaching. Because mm-hmm. whatever you say doesn't matter. Right. What your actions are, what, what they're going to keep it up with. And if you show them, oh, it doesn't matter. This is an excuse. This is a good holiday. Let's go to the first crap little thing. And then you can eat it. You go, someone gives it to you, you can eat it. For example, my sister, mm-hmm. she goes, she lives in Canada. One mm-hmm. of my sisters, sort of in Brussels. And they go and do trick-or-treating. But then there is an amazing thing that the dentist set up. And they go in and they do a Halloween weigh-in. And then they donate their whatever they just got in trick-or-treating. And then they can go around the whole room and exchange it for fresh produce, healthy chocolates, 
they get uh, all kinds of exchange for whatever they got. That is and it's fabulous. I love that. And the kids love it. They feel that they donated to something and they explain that's why you're coming here and you get something in exchange. And the kids actually very excited getting up the next day to go and do this. I've had other people on here. What they recommended was you kept a couple of pieces and then you donated the candy to the candy witch and the candy witch then distributed the candy to less fortunate children. And just that mindset for the children, they were like, oh, I want to help the candy witch. Right. And it was just a way of, you know, you gave them a little treat, but it wasn't because in my house, I had candy for weeks. weeks. You know, yeah, last, la- sometimes it lasts almost the next year. It can. You know, yeah. if you trick-or-treat enough, it can last forever. Or especially go to those houses with the big bowls. And yeah. they just do handfuls and handfuls. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but think about it. If that stuff lasts a year, what's I know. in it? It's just <laughs> oh, it like... lasts longer, right? Yeah, it's just like a McDonald's burger. They last for way too long, and you're like, mm, this is full Two of decades. preservatives. And yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> and also, I, I would rather... I would want them to understand why I don't want them to eat it. Yeah. That I don't want them to give it to somebody else either. No, and I think the candy witch was fake and she just threw it out. But it was for the kids, (laughs) you know, to think like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I know. You get some thinking about others and thinking about how you can. (laughs) Yeah, that's good too. Yeah. Right. right. What else do we have to taste? Oh, let me do this one. Well, it's going to get really (laughs) exciting now. We have a special treat for you guys. One of the desserts I love to do is we have this amazing vegan sugar-free fat-burning whipped cream and I put it in a bowl with lots of chopped up uh, chocolate pieces. Did she say whipped cream that burns fat? She did. Yeah. Susie, I don't think I heard that right. I heard it. I heard it too. (laughs) See, our our whole concept is that you can achieve absolutely whatever you want with food Mm -hmm. if you're clever enough. There is nothing you have to think, oh, you know, if I'm going to be healthy, I have to, you know, give up this or give up that. Right. You can have it all if you're smart about it. And I'm wondering what is in this because I know it's not cream. It's vegan, right? Yes. So I'm wondering what – I mean, it looks phenomenal. Two ingredients. Two ingredients. Coconut milk, full-fat coconut Uh milk, and stevia. That's it. Nice. Come on. Yeah. (laughs) And that's fat burning how? So coconut fat, you (laughs) have these medium-chain triglycerides. You have these C8 and C10 MCTs that are actually – stimulating your fat metabolism and getting your thyroid going so you're actually really fat burning you can sit on your Ellie, couch I can't, i'm not waiting for you sorry I, I i i don't know what to do i'm so overwhelmed with joy and excitement <laughs> <laughs> oh girls we love you wow Ooh, i taste the coconut and again i don't taste the stevia aftertaste right you can make amazing things with stevia but Cheers. you just have to you know <laughs> Let me take a be smart about how you're doing it and it can be amazing I taste coconut. What else is in it? Stevia. Stevia. That's it. End of the ingredient list. Yeah, and you got our chocolate on there as well. I am dying. I don't know what to do. No, (laughs) this is the opposite of dying. If you had the if you had the mainstream coconut whipped cream, you would be dying. This you're living. You're right. (laughs) I am living. I am living. The chocolate is the focus chocolate. Yeah, it's so easy. Since you're almost done, I need to catch up. Oh my god, because it's really good. I know. There's more. We got more. Girls, I have so much. <laughs> I that is full. It's a ton. Wow. You can whipped cream yourself silly. <laughs> <laughs> and actually you're having the focus chocolate. And the herbs in the focus chocolate are helping your brain, your memory, rebuilding the neurites, the dendrites, amazing herbs. Sage, would you tell us more about cordyceps and Siberian ginseng and lion's mane? I can't leave without lion's mane. Yeah, because you have a beautiful bag of 
Ranchi Gardens Dragon Herb Munchable Cordyceps. I have mm-hmm. Cordyceps powder awesome. for smoothies. Oh, that's good. Nice. Good stuff. Cordyceps is an amazing herb. It's similar to reishi in that it is. It comes from the the mushroom family. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of the most expensive the herbs kingdom, in the world. It's and like fifteen million dollars for a ton. So yes. Yeah, so why? How much? Fifteen million for a ton. For a ton? Of, of wild, wild cordyceps. cordyceps. Yeah. Wow. Because it wasn't really cultivated. They couldn't cultivate it until like the eighties, and then they've just recently gotten better at creating cultivated varieties that actually have some good potency to them. And Wild cordyceps is not vegan. Cultivated cordyceps is vegan. So it may be an important distinction. Why is that? Can you tell me why? Isn't it a mushroom? Mm. It is a synergistic fungal family, if we're getting technical. Right. Um, So in the the wild, and and you can look up crazy videos of this online, but in the wild, the effect I'm about to describe only happens between cordyceps and insects, not cordyceps and humans. Okay. So the cordyceps (laughs) will shoot out its spores from somewhere at a, at a high altitude or, you know, a high level in whatever the environment is on a tree or whatever. Uh-huh. And it will land on insects. It will infect them and take over their nervous system. So it becomes like a zombie. And it will force them to climb to whatever the highest place is in the, in the vicinity, kill them, take grow, grow in a way that it eats their whole body. So now yeah. it's 100% fungal matter and no longer any actual wow. insect left although it still has maintains the physical appearance of the insect, then shoot off more spores and they'll get more insects. The cycle continues. Okay. So, so they, they collect this up in the mountains of Bhutan and it is like the, one of the most prized herbs because of its potency mm-hmm. and because of how hard it is to get. So like Ana Blanca said, most expensive herb in the world. Is it's on high treetops? It's sometimes on treetops, sometimes on, sometimes it'll just be in like grasslands, but mm. so it'll be like on worms that grow up out of the grass. Wow. Um, and so they're, they're literally like, you see videos of them collecting it and they're on their hands and knees crawling through the, you know, on the, the mountainside, picking up these little mushrooms. So oh my God. Um, but they, hard. but you see these like nice gold rings and stuff on their fingers because like they're in the dirt, but they're making bank. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Oh I God. remember, what did you call it? Cordyceps. What did you call the fungal? Oh, it's fungal? a it's a synergistic fungal like family of fungus. It's a yeah. Because I remember watching some fascinating like nature show about certain mushrooms or or the what like my husband would say. Oh, mushrooms are a fungus. I'm like, well, yes and no. But like, yeah, I they're remember, in the family of fungus, but there's different kinds of fungus. Just like right, and then but I remember plants. like something like that where they were a little incredible. bit more specific in taking over. That's very specific in terms of taking over an insect's body, making it kill itself, and then using it to. Gr- I mean, right? Nature right. is fascinating. If it really else. Is. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So, but when we have cordyceps, it's a different situation. It actually helps us a lot. So, cordyceps. Uh, well, really, to really explain it, let me get a little bit into the the Chinese Can and Taoist health philosophy. <laughs> oh my darling, it's my pleasure. So, in the Chinese system. <laughs> In the Chinese system, they say your health is I'm made up. I'm a happy up. little drug dealer. Yes, you are. <laughs> Thank you. Are you feeling high? A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> and now yeah, I'm like, wait, is that because I was told that? But no, I'm feeling a little bit like, I'm definitely feeling energy. I'm definitely feeling like, mm. awesome. Okay, go on. So Can in I the know? Chinese... I'm good. I smell a lot. <laughs> no, I, I don't stand in between a woman and her whipped cream. No, don't like, do it. <laughs> <laughs> He's a very nice man. man. You've taught him well. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't have to teach him anything. In the beginning of a relationship, I was like, oh, he's a younger man. There's so much you can teach him. 
forget it, girls. I'm learning from him every day, from day one. Aww. He drugged you with uh, aphrodisiacs. He's <laughs> game down. No, he is like going on 500 years old. He, he's sort of like born this way. Are you an old soul? Ancient is an understatement. <laughs> I'm, I'm, every day I'm like, it's one of the words that I had to teach him in Hungarian first. You are so right. And I say it with humbleness and lots of love in my heart because he's, he's right so often. And he is really, not only he's book smart, he is, um, his heart is super wise. Thank you. Oh, you guys are so cute. You are so cute. And you guys both look really young, and I think it's all the superfoods. They're working. Yeah. And love love helps as well. Love is a superfood. Yeah, totally. (laughs) I know. This is our main food, actually. We are are really, really, really happy together. I don't talk to me like that. Well, I know we're not a romantic couple, but. Well, I still love you. I know. I love you too. Okay. So back (laughs) to the Chinese. All right. Lots of love superfood all around the table. Um, (laughs) Woo! Yeah, so in the Chinese system, they say your your life energy is composed of what they call the three treasures. That's my favorite These are Jing, Qi, and Shen. And use the metaphor often of a candle to describe these. The wax and the wick of a candle is your Jing. That's your form. That is like your, they call it your primal essence, but in, in a way that's easier for you, people to understand. You would say it's like your your savings account or your energy reserve. Mm-hmm. You start out life with a certain amount of jing. Some people start with less. Some people start with more. Just mm-hmm. like some people are maybe born into a rich family and some have to figure it out themselves. Should right? I say this um, is what you give them when, from conception? Right. So depending on the health and vitality of your parents, you will inherit a different amount of energetic savings. Um, you know, some people can live a super unhealthy life, but... They do all right because they came in with a lot of jing. They have all these reserves to burn through, yeah. right? Other people, even they, they try to live a healthy life, but they just didn't start out with much in the tank. Yeah. So they're always kind of still struggling and, and having to really be on it with their health just yeah. to, you know, be just all to right. Maintain. Okay. Yeah. This totally makes sense because you're like, why am I eating amazing and the person next to me has more energy than me eating burgers or something? Epigenetics. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so it's something that, that gets passed on from one generation to the next. Uh-huh. and. You will you will use a certain amount or not, you know, as you go along. Yeah. You know, we're always using it little by little. Eventually, you run out of jing at the end of your life. That's when you die. Mm-hmm. But as when you the live, candle burns down, as you live your life, you know, depending on how you live, you will burn through jing faster or slower. Mm-hmm. When, you, when you're stressing, you're burning more jing. When you, any any out of balance living, yeah, you're burning through your energy reserves. If you're staying up too late, burning the candle at both ends. If you're not eating well, mm-hmm. if you're doing, you know excessive drugs, alcohol, things like this, mm-hmm. you're burning through your reserves, shortening your life experience probably. The second treasure is the chi. That's the flame of the candle. That's the active part. That's the moment-to-moment energy, vitality, cognitive function, immune system function. That's like, if, so if the jing is your savings account, the chi is your checking account. That's what you're using <laughs> on a day-to-day basis. And if you build a up a lot of chi... You get to put some back in your savings, right? If you, if you got, if you're checking, so you know, she can replace Jing or if, can if, enhance. If, if you if you build up lots and lots of chi, it will it will you won't have to dip into your savings. You can actually you know put a little bit away into the savings. Does the whipped cream build the chi? That uh, <laughs> yeah, it, um, it's not so much not in the way that like tonic herbs would like. If we were talking about things like astragalus and cordyceps, yeah, uh, you know, so foods have some effect on this. But when we get into these tonic herbs that we'll talk about in a second. These really address these on a whole nother level. I definitely feel like I could go out and run around the block right now. I, Let's go for a run after I this. really could. And Let's I went running last dog. night and I do run, but like that's not, I didn't feel that way earlier. felt like I'm definitely like 
Yeah, <laughs> you're ready to go. Yeah. Okay. I feel like a caffeine high or something. Yeah. Yeah. So astragalus is a cheat herb. Cordyceps is gene yeah. and cheese. So yeah. so it works on oh. both. And reishi So reishi is a three treasure herb. It will work oh, on all three. So we're going to get to the third treasure now, the ultimate most important treasure, which we can't leave out. Okay. So you have a candle, and it's great that it has a nice size and shape. And if the flame is nice and big, that's great. But the ultimate purpose of the candle is not just to be big or have a big flame. The ultimate purpose of the candle is the light that it gives off. Mm. That, in, in our life, your ultimate purpose is not just to be strong or have a lot of energy, but it's the light that you give off. It's the, you know, so the Shen, the third treasure, is your ultimate purpose, your higher self, the light in your eyes, your your spiritual evolution. Yeah, you right? makes other people feel. Right. Yeah. Exactly. The yes. way you affect those around you. And but you know those people that are so strong energy and are factious. lift everyone up around them, right? Yes. Like, yeah. Yes. And then, but it's important to remember that you can't give off a lot of light if you're just a little birthday candle, right? You're not going to light up the room if you're just a birthday candle. So mm-hmm. you start with the jing. You start building those reserves, mm-hmm. and then you then you move on to the chi, and then and then you can really give off so much light. Okay. So are those three herbs that we should be taking every day? So those are th- what they call three treasures, and there's different herbs that will affect the different treasures. Okay. So this is we're okay. kind of we're kind of building <laughs> just a, a framework for for a really nice way of thinking about your health. Yes. Um. So you know, as you're going through life, you can think, oh, if I, if I you know, if I'm burning the candle at both ends, that's depleting my jing. So I just you know, you always be mindful of yeah. these things and how it's you can think about how the different things in your diet, life, etc., are affecting these three treasures, and then how you can address those and also supplement herbally to to balance things out even more yeah so you have things like astragalus which we have in our, our energy chocolate is a chi tonic it, it, you know it, oh. it improves your really active energy and focus That's and what it looks like so this is yeah so it's a root and okay. it has a really actually gentle flavor of all these tonic herbs it's probably one of the easiest for people to start using. It has kind of like a. You just bite it. You can oh, just. You can just chew on it. it. It's all right. Normally, it has to be extracted to really get the full potency. Okay. So are you gonna chew this? Suck on that, Ali. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can taste the flavor. Yeah. So it's, this it's, is very nice. Right? It's got like a mm-hmm. corner, like a vanilla graham cracker kind of thing going. And on. it's yeah. one of the herbs that pre- uh, pregnant women can have too. Sage was explaining to my sister. It helps things, and then you know, it has a, it has a levitational energy. This levitational energy. <laughs> it helps. So we don't need a boob lift. Exactly, it helps things. To and stay also for and keeping the baby in, right? Mm-hmm. You, you need that uh, strong pelvic floor. I'm calling you when I get pregnant. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I want a reishi baby. Oh, yeah. I want them still... to be born with so much jing and the whitest, brightest eyes, and so much energy. And you want them to come out in a yoga pose. I mean, the. Uh, Full lotus, Full lotus. <laughs> yeah. nothing less. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe not immediately. That actually might not be so hard. streamlined. Going, <laughs> I was about to. Say, it you sounds see, we nice, think but... alike. I just said the same thing. <laughs> yeah, that happens when you live with someone. You keep saying the same thing at the same time. It matters so much, though. Just as an aside, I had a client because yeah. I do pregnancy massage, who would talk. She did. What's it called? I'm sorry. I'm so like. You're so high. Going, you can't yeah. think. <laughs> I can't think. No, she. Uh, what did she do? Oh, birth. Uh, hypnobirthing. Oh. And she also talked cool. to her baby during the birthing process because she delivered naturally. And she's like, chin down. I forgot what she said, but she was telling him, like, chin down. Like, wow. And she had an easy birth. And it was her first. That's she was cool. talking to him, like, talking him through it, like, tell, like telling yeah. him, like, this is what you do. Wow. I like that. Isn't That's that nice? So cool. I really do. That's I'm incredible. taking notes. Back yeah. to you guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. So what? quickly to jump back to cordyceps, which we mentioned earlier. So cordyceps, now that we have this Jing, Qi, Shen, Three Treasure format to think about. 
Cordyceps is a jing herb. It's building that deep vitality. It's a cheap herb because it's improving your ATP production, which is like your cellular energy. Yeah. And it also... Adenosine imp- triphosphate. No. Nice. Tri- you nailed it. You nailed is it. Is it phosphate? No. Yeah. yeah. ATP. Adenosine triphosphate. AP bio. Ghosts. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, that stuff is fascinating to me. That's why I always like ask what that stands for so people can know because when you know, then it's power. Right? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Fabulous. Love yeah. It. And then it's also improving your oxygen utilization. So of the oxygen you're breathing in, you're actually able to utilize more and more gets to your blood and your brain. And then, so you've got this amazing combination of there. It's, it's fortifying those reserves and also increasing the, the moment-to-moment function. Totally. Very cool. All right. We'll be right back with Sage and Ana Blanca's tips for teeth health, heavy metal detoxing, and how to avoid allergies in kids and adults. Today's podcast is sponsored by Gunas, an independent fashion label with a cause. We've all been there, walking past a shop and your eye gets drawn to the perfect bag, but oh no, it just happens to be made of leather. And then you have to walk away. I mean, that's me. And that can be hard, right? Because we all want nice things. But let's face it, the leather is cruel. It's cruel to the animals, cruel to the environment, and cruel to the people who have to work with it. But with Gunas, you don't have to worry about the ethics because every single one of their beautiful, fashionable bags is 100% vegan and 100% sweatshop free. I like that. Guna's bags are made without any animal byproducts, no silk, no wool, no leather or fur. They don't even use PVC, nickel, lead or vinyl because of the harmful effects on our planet. Whether you're looking for a clutch bag, shoulder bag, crossbody bag, tote, wallet, flat bag or even a backpack, Gunas has got you covered with five collections of stunningly designed ethical bags. I mean, they've got the Glam collection, which is sparkly and glittery, and they've got the Angel and Rebel collections that Susie loves, which are super vibrant and colorful. And they work with any outfit, whether you're going to that cute little vegan restaurant with your man, or on a night out with friends, or just doing your everyday stuff. You can rock the vegan look with one of these bags. And of course, you know that we scored an exclusive discount for you, Food Heals Nation. Go to gunasthebrand.com, use the coupon code FOODHEALS, and get 20% off your order. You are listening to the Food Heals Podcast. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. All right, Food Heals Nation, we're back with Sage and Ana Blanca from Addictive Wellness. Sage has started tonic elixir bars in five-star luxury hotels in Paris and Sydney, serving longevity elixirs disguised as gourmet treats, introducing the novel concept of healthy indulgences into the market of international travelers. Amazing. And once Anna Blanca got to California, she worked with ESE Funds, a boutique financial services company that specializes in building startups in the alternative healthcare space. They have so much fantastic expertise between the two of them. As you guys have been listening, we've been learning so much and we're going to learn more. So let's just talk a little bit about how to avoid allergies in kids because there's like peanut and gluten and soy and dairy and all these things in these products. How can parents avoid that? What can they do? I find it heartbreaking. I have a friend who once said, when I have kids, I'm going to have them a t-shirt made and it's going to say, do not feed me sugar, I'm diabetic just to make sure that everybody's going to be afraid to give that ch- uh, yeah. child uh, sugar. And I said, even if he has no diabetes, he says yes. Because otherwise, I cannot trust people to That's take true. care of my child if I'm not there. They'll just be like, oh, your mom's too strict. Here you go. Exactly. So I was like, it, it is a two-way sword because you do not want the child to, to say that, oh, look, you, you have a disease mm-hmm. that you actually don't. 
and you want them to enjoy life. Yeah. And also, if you make it a forbidden fruit, they're going to want it all the more. Of course. Exactly. But at the same time, you know what the sugar would be doing to his little body. Mm-hmm. For example, like, I grew up. My mom did the best she could. She loved us. She was cooking at home. She didn't know that I have very soft teeth. Mm-hmm. So I grew up with having... I mean, we had no Coca-Cola in the house. Someone would have brought it. My dad threw them out on their asses, right? <laughs> That's awesome. No, it was not allowed <laughs> in my house. But we did have sweets, home-baked, mm-hmm. but I still ended up with bad teeth. So now I'm thinking back at my age that yeah. all the problems I have gone through, mm-hmm. every single issue and health issue I had in my life, it goes back to I had lots of heavy metals in my mouth, how it affected my brain, yeah. how it affected my immune system how my teeth ended up having root canals, how it affected every organ in my entire life. Yeah. So I can go back to mom and say, why, why, why did you give it to me? I had all these decades of problems. Why did you do that? And I, I can't confront her because she did the best she could. Of yeah. course. Right? She didn't know any better. Exactly. And I remember we were watching with Sage, we were watching uh, Genetic Roulette. There sits a mother sobbing. What's said, Genetic Roulette? Genetic Roulette is a movie about the effects of how ge- uh, genetically modified organisms were surreptitiously in the early 90s. I gotta watch this. Uh, introduced into the food supply without okay. ever letting anybody know. Yeah. Just so secretly. mothers just kept feeding their children the best they could. I was giving them the corn pops and like just the they grocery had store no shit. Idea. Yeah. They had no idea. And the woman's like, look what I've done to my kids. But I didn't know. Nobody right. told me. Right. And and she was just feeling horrible. And, and she became one of the biggest uh, advocates against the GMOs because what she saw, what it did to her kids. So when at the same at, time, sorry to interrupt, but I just no have to say, people don't, or population in general doesn't look as at teeth as much as you are right now you know they're like that's just a matter of teeth rot root canals are inevitable i remember a dentist telling me and i had pretty perfect teeth and i did what i was Mm -hmm. told and i Mm -hmm. ate decently well and he told me yeah you'll probably keep most of your teeth and i was like wait and i was like 18 i was like what 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 do you mean probably keep most i thought that was what we were going on such a messed up perspective yeah yeah and it was just well my parents had horrible teeth they were immigrants they had Mm -hmm. root canals bridges all like they showed me like you know, take care of your teeth or this is, is what's going to happen. It's p- probably, w- it's partially why I'm so fanatical about it now, but also just going against that stigma or that assumption that your teeth are going to rot. That's just, that's just what's going to happen. And sorry, it's going to be costly and it's going to be painful. And I was like, and that's why in this day and age, I'm just like, no, I'm going to look for, it's my body and I'm going to make my own decisions. There are so many things we can do for our teeth. And I, because of, um, you notice probably that almost everybody who became an expert in something in a health field because of their personal yes. life story. Us, yes. Our dear friend Joy said she had a medical two by four hit her in the head. This is how she became the advocate and the expert in what she is because mm-hmm. she cured her own cancer, right? Mm-hmm. My expertise in as far as I can go is dental health because mm-hmm. I've been doing nothing else but asking doctors, specialists, and everybody would say, oh, root canals are great. They're fantastic for you. Okay, then please explain to me that 100 years ago, the head of a dental association did a 25-year study to prove how badly affecting it is for health. I mean, mm-hmm. 100 years ago, not a little study. 
25 years. I read that the guy that invented them invented them also gave them to his son and the son died. I'm paraphrasing here the story, but mm-hmm. the son died and he said later like, oh, they were a mistake. But they still yeah. do them. They still right. do them. It's, it's the, the number one thing that they, I don't know if it's the number one operation that they do, but it is like the, the gold standard. This is how you deal with this kind of problem in yeah. mainstream dental. What, what is frustrating for me, and I've done a lot, ask Allison, I've done a lot of research and, <laughs> and study about this is what's the alternative? You know, like there ha- there really isn't. There is more and more. Yeah. It's coming out. Now they're looking at stem cells to regrow. Yes, yes, yes. What I was doing, I actually had nine root canals. Wow. And You had nine. I, no more. I have no more. They are all taken out. They operated them out, but I only Up into did your it, gum. Um, yes, but I got uh, zirconium implants instead. And zirconium is a very bio-compatible, uh, uh, mm. very strong. Mm-hmm. much better because if you just put metal implants imagine mm-hmm. you keep chewing creating energy and those little metal pieces is like giving electrical jaws to your brain it's not better either i know that even circonium implants are not 100 percent good because they say they could interrupt the meridian flow but if you look at the potential how far you can mm-hmm. go this is as good as it can get at this mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. i couldn't wait much longer to regrow my teeth with stem cells yeah i am so happy for future generations yeah for whatever that's coming up it is coming they've done it in like some initial studies where yeah. they they can actually use stem cells and uh, a structure that so that you a scaffolding right and they, scaffolding they, yes so that you can actually regrow teeth but it's not available for yeah. regular right people because yet. they don't know what kind of teeth will grow where Right, <laughs> which you don't want to want on your cheek. Exactly. <laughs> so I know we always say that we created our chocolate with the highest integrity we could find. Every single ingredient is the highest ingredient, and I say we do the same thing in our lives. One of the proof is that two of my front tooth were root canals, and I had them removed. Mm-hmm. So for a past year, I've been living without front teeth. Mm-hmm. And my boyfriend still thinks I'm beautiful and adorable and loves me. So, <laughs> well, you are. You are. And he's a very loving man. So, it just, you know, I really follow what I believe in. Yeah. And I'm not just giving it lip service. You know? Yeah. And uh, I know that we keep going through with that. I love that this not having a front tooth for a year, it sort of opened up conversations mm. with other people. Mm-hmm. So, that I had to have this. I look at it as a blessing yeah. to be able to bring it as a subject and talk to other people about it. Mm-hmm. Because minute I got, for example, my root canals, I was able to follow through in my in my um, tests, health tests, how my immune system got compromised and how certain things started to happen. That way, I I'm like I live a very healthy lifestyle. I'm not supposed to have a an immune system challenge. A lot of people don't understand. For example, when a tooth dies, do you know in any other body part that gets embalmed in your system, in your entire body, but it dies and then they embalm it and keeping it there? Mm-mm. That's what happens with a tooth. I know. Think about it as an infection inside and there are enough tiny little min- minor little t- uh, tunnels in one living tooth that if you put it next to each other, it's three miles long. I know. They can disinfect the main root. The rest is just there. And then you seal it off and you create an oxygen-free environment. When that, any form of bacteria that's still there, just ready to have a party. 
<laughs> and no oxygen and no blood can go there to mm-hmm. carry some antibiotics to kill it off. Mm-hmm. And it just keeps leaking a low-grade infection into your system. Mm-hmm. And it touches that meridian and it affects the organ. So you live with it, you live with it, and it slowly pushes the immune system. And then something happens that... And, and a bacteria or a virus, something attacks your system, and you sh- should be able to carry it on. And but now, bam, there you go. And before you do, for example, removing your heavy metals, go to a doctor who has a proper protocol. Before mm-hmm. they were removing my mercury fillings, there was no protocol in place. So all through my mucous membranes, I had a very high level of mercury infection right away. I call it a mercury infection. So it took me years very gently, slowly. Get yeah, that's a heavy, serious procedure now. It's like they... Heavy metal detoxification. It's, it's but, but removing the fillings is the thing. First oh, step. Oh, like yeah. mercury, mercury removing, filling removal. Yeah. You got to make sure you're not reabsorbing all that right. amalgam. Exactly. They have, they have an incredible, they really do some, I don't know, I haven't had it done. Mine was like 10 years ago. Right. No, I know it's very specific. But I noticed that the minute I had the mercury out of my body, my brain started to work better. I made better decisions. Mm-hmm. I calmed down. I used to have like a twitch in my eye that went away. And actually, I became a better person relationship-wise. Not just with safe. This was from removing your fillings or from detoxing your heavy metals? Detoxing my heavy metals. So that's step two. That's step two. But actually, I don't know who said that if you have two pieces of mercury filling in a lake, that would be unsafe for swimming and wildlife. But if it's in your mouth, it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, okay. Please explain the logic behind that. Really, really. Okay, you guys, let's move on. Tell us about this beautiful, stunning chaga mushroom sitting here in front of us. Yeah, so this is an amazing mushroom. Super cool. It actually grows on, generally, birch trees. Chaga is it's um, amazing for the immune system. It works in a similar way to how we talked about reishi earlier and how it upgrades the intelligence of your immune system. Of course, we can't make any claims about cancer, but chaga is one of the highest sources of betulin and betulinic acid, which are very powerful anti-cancer compounds. Um, and that's in that you can see in the surface is black, but if you flip it over, it's, it's like a lighter brown on the inside. And it's so, I, I just have to describe what this looks like. It, you would think it's like some kind of like beech wood or mm-hmm. like wash ashore on the beach. It feel and it feels like a here, Ali, you feel it. Um, feels oh, wood like quite light. Doesn't feel like a like a portobello. Right. It's yeah. a whole different thing. So so when we talk Beautiful. about these mushrooms, often these are, are the elite class of mushrooms called mm. tree mushrooms. They, they grow on trees rather than just out of the ground like you would have with like a portobello or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in, in the black on the surface, that's where you get the highest betulin. Chaga is also high in melanin, interestingly. So it's very, it's very skin protective. Melanin, what we tan with. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So eating melanin from that will protect our skin. Right. And, and it's also... Uh, in the way it works with your immune system, it's also very effective for any kind of uh, Im- immunological skin challenges. Mm. Um, and it makes a very nice tea. So if you just try to eat this raw, it's not going to do a whole lot for you. It's not super digestible. But if you make it into a tea by cooking it for like three hours in water, mm-hmm. or if, if you extract it into in, in like a spray-dried extract or uh, in, into alcohol, you really get out the juicy stuff. Sage, not just like he, he boils it. We have it in a beauty chocolate. Ah, yeah. So how does the chocolate make us more beautiful? Yeah. So in, in the beauty chocolate, one of my actually favorite <gasps> mushrooms in there, it's another tree mushroom that most people don't know about. Even people who are into this kind of stuff don't know about tremella mushroom. 
Tremella is it is called it's like nature's moisturizer. It improves your hyaluronic acid production. So a lot of people would put that on topically or take it as a supplement. Uh, so it's really good for moistening and, and making your skin really elastic and also good for your joints. But this is actually getting it going from the inside out, which mm-hmm. is amazing. And it's also very cleansing and purifying for the skin. It tastes so nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah me too. It's very creamy and beautiful. It's, hmm. Amazing. And then there's horsetail, which is super high in silica. And horsetail is vegan. Uh, sometimes we get people asking because whenever that chocolate has horsetail, another one has lion's mane. These are no animals are animal-free farmed. products. <laughs> lion's mane is a mushroom. Horsetail is a green plant. So horsetail is super high in silica. So that's awesome for hair, skin, and nails all around. Very and cool. teeth. Yeah, exactly. You get the right minerals. Bones. Um, I love you. I love talking to people about my soul sister. Right. Um, yeah. I have to ask you guys. Can you tell us like what is your typical diet? What do you eat all day? What? How do we get this glow? I know the Jing Slingers, Jay and Joy, call it Jing, and you guys have referenced that so much too. How do we get this Jing? Like, do I have to eat this chocolate every day? Like, how do I glow? I have a lot of those. Well, an day. important thing when, you know, some people may be vegan, some may not. If you're on a vegan program, you can totally thrive. But you got to be really careful about a lot of the pitfalls. Mm-hmm. I think it, you you can get away with not being on top of your nutrition on a non-vegan diet more than you can on a vegan diet. And Why so, do you think that is? Because a couple of pitfalls that exist in a vegan diet that, that can be avoided but that are very easy to fall into mm. are more easily covered on a diet that incorporates more animal foods. Mm. Not well covered, but just This is from my vegetarian boyfriend. <laughs> super sure. vegetarian. Sure, yeah. sure. <laughs> so, people have to know this because I knew plenty of friends. I went to Berkeley. Plenty of friends went, that I went to school with were vegetarian and they were overweight, low energy, eating a lot of pasta, a lot of cereals, a lot of breads. Because weren't, they get lazy. Well, but, and then, but they also... <laughs> and I they don't, don't know. They, well, they also weren't yeah. educated in terms of their nutrition and what, Oreos they, should, are vegan. Right. what they should be exactly. doing to take care of themselves. Right. Smarties. So, so the there's, there's two areas of danger on, on a vegan program. One is the short-term carb situation where you just have an insane amount of carbs processed or not mm-hmm. that you're, you're going to be, when you're running on sugar, you go through a process called glycation, which is basically sugar compared to fat doesn't burn as cleanly. Fat is a more clean burning fuel. And it ages you faster. Your healthy fat. So, so when you're running on sugar as your main fuel, which is basically broken down carbs, right? You're aging at an accelerated rate compared to running on a fat-based metabolism. So more fats, less sugar. Well, but we do yeah. need a little bit of all of them. Right. Well, you'd be surprised how little sugar you can get by on when you are on a on a more strong based fat based diet, healthy fats again, and, and well rounded all the different kinds of fatty acids that you want. You are able to produce ketones, which are, are an alternative fuel for body and brain compared to glucose. And actually, you are, your brain is going to be working better. I thought ketones those. were bad for you. No, ketones are amazing. Ketones is like that's what you want. Yeah. But I remember uh, what was what was the horrible guy that died that Atkins Atkins Doctor mm. Atkins uh, yeah, yeah but that was like so, if you go in so ketosis you, you want to be in ketosis that is like that, there's a whole nutritional movement around the ketogenic diet right now getting into ketosis so Atkins had some stuff figured out but he also had some stuff that was messed up I was learning uh, so I was just at Expo East and I was learning from these women and they have their products in Irwan as well. It's called Cake Shake, and it's to die for. It's like whipped cream like you make. Awesome. And they were on that diet, and they were telling me about it. And I was like, I mean, I host the Food Heals podcast, and I hear about this stuff all the time, and I've never heard about this. Please tell me. Yeah, so especially in in people with different kinds of diseases, like people who have like seizures and things, they're they're showing amazing results by just going in a ketogenic diet and switching your metabolism to be more 
fat burning, which is amazing because when you're running on sugar, it's kind of like having a fire and throwing some newspaper on that fire. Uh, when you eat, it's like it's going to flare up real fast. Yeah. But then, you know, in a couple minutes, it's you, you, you're you on a sugar low again. The fire is burnt out. You need some more fuel. Uh, whereas if you're burning fat, it's kind of take, like taking a big log out of the forest and, and mm-hmm. building a really smart fire. It's not going to flare up, so you don't get that sugar high, but it's a more steady, slow-burning thing that's that's really going to be more fun. I have so much fat in my diet. I okay. Think it's like over 40% of it I need. What's so cool about what you guys do is you bring to people's awareness yeah. all these different yeah. theories and perspectives and things that work really well for different people so that people can be aware of these. You know, 100 mm-hmm. years ago, people didn't realize there was all these options, right. even, even 20 years ago, yeah. right? Yeah, it was just kind of like what your parents fed you, and that's what you fed your kids. Right. So people really have to take in all these options and kind of, you know, vibe through it and figure, experiment a little bit on themselves and figure out what really works for them. What works for me, not necessarily works for him. Right. Genetically, different people will do better with different ratios of fats, proteins, and mm-hmm. carbohydrates. Mm-hmm. Completely. You know, Go- there was like a very beautifully veiled apology to America on a cover of which magazine? It says when they said go on a fat-free diet oh yeah yeah what happened that's how we grow up yeah but the fat-free diet think about it they replaced taste with sugar. sugars yeah so all these women who wanted to stay skinny rather okay let's eat diet fat-free thing yeah so their brains and their hormones got no fuel anymore yeah so they pretty much went nuts and there came the zoloft and the prozac there goes the sex life mm-hmm. so your brain doesn't work your hormone is messed up you have no sex life. You are on an antidepressant. And then you're raising kids yeah. who are getting ADHD because from your epigenetics, they're going And they're nuts. using fake sugars to make it up for it because they don't want to eat real sugars. So they're using syrup. fake sweeteners. And- Someone should write a gigantic apology to American society mm-hmm. for this whole fat-free idea. Yeah. And that's how that I grew up. not. I remember. Yeah. I thought fat was evil for right. so long. Fat is my friend. I know. Fat is one of my best friends. Especially women's friends. Yeah, and we right. would like eat gummy bears because they were fat free, but they were not sugar free. But we were like, oh, it's a health food. I'm but talking about when I'm a kid, like, but yeah, yeah, still. Yeah, totally. Fat free diet makes you fat. Totally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. totally. You need fat to burn fat. And not it, it's just the word. It's semantics. You think fat equals the fat on your body, but it doesn't. No. You know? No. I eat so much, and my body is so happy. Yeah. And you need, for example, there are like two kinds of um, cholesterol in your body. There's the good one and the bad one. High density and low density. And the good cholesterol turns into pregnenolone. And pregnenolone makes all your very happy hormones. So if you have no good fat in your body, you're not making the good cholesterol. Right. You're not getting the good hormones. So is there healthy fat in your chocolate? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the the cacao butter, which is the base of it, is a... It, you, guys have, you guys have to see that skirt. Yeah. Safe bird. What are we getting out of? <laughs> All right. Just before we wrap up, what herbs do you guys take every day? Oh, this is a funny thing. I have, I, I eat our chocolate all the time, of mm-hmm. course, because I have a lot at home and I'm spoiled. Heck yes. If someone told me this when I was a little girl dreaming of what my future life would be and someone would have told me, I would have been are you kidding me? <laughs> I, I grew up on Milka chocolate, right? But yeah. this is much better. And I have an herb mix mm-hmm. from everything. And I just put it in my morning tonic mm-hmm. and put lots of coconut oil, MCT oil, a couple of drops of stevia. I blend it up and uh, eat it with the whipped cream on top. So every yeah, amazing. Herb, every, I mean, actually, but I even put more than theirs. I have even rodeo and bakopa and, and everything in it. Yeah, you are Ashwag- 
I I I am herbed out every single morning. This is my first thing I do, and um, I really cannot live without ashwagandha and lion's mane because I had so much, such a high level of mercury, unusually high, mm-hmm. and it started to destroy my brain cells, mm-hmm. right? And ashwagandha and lion's mane they reverse that effect. And what about all the herbs? Like if you go to the tonic bars, like Irawan, some of them are like fat burning and weight loss, and like do those really work? Not from one drink. Yeah. You know, it, the, the way these tonic herbs work, they're different from medicinal herbs, which you would take for like a week to deal with an issue. Okay. The tonic herbs, you take them in small amounts on a daily basis over the long term okay. to have this building cumulative effect on, on your life force and well-being. And they have other effects to them, like, you know, the, the cordyceps and reishi will, will have a long-term beneficial effect on enhancing your immune system. But yeah, you're not going to have one drink and, and go home and weigh yourself five pounds less. Right, 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 right. It's, it's just it's not, not the way it works. I hear you. Yeah. And so what herbs do you take? Damn, any time. I know. So, <laughs> I love having this whole arsenal of different herbs at home. I like to modulate it depending on, on how I'm feeling that day, what I have to mm-hmm. do, et cetera. But I'd say my top three that I go to most regularly would be Reishi mushroom, cordyceps, and astragalus. Those are kind of like my, my favorite go-tos. Those are your go-tos. And these are so much better. Tell Food Heals Nation why, why they're better than like the creatine powders and the muscle building powders and all that crap that's out there that make people think, oh, this is going to make me have more energy or build more muscle or something like that. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I don't want to knock creatine too much. There's a lot of good study behind it, actually. And if it's, it's a pure creatine, uh, like from Thorn Research, taking half an hour before exercise can be actually quite beneficial. However... These herbs are kind of on another level. Mm-hmm. They're they're really a whole food at the same time. Like we, we talk about them as supplements, but they are really some of the most potent foods out there. Basically, when you look at them, and they are them. adaptogenic. Yeah, and they're 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 balancing different functions in your body. So, like we talked about before, you have all these micro functions micro functions happening every single second. These are modulating those and having mm-hmm. to help, helping to bring everything into balance. And so, these just have such a greater intelligence than. For long-term use, they take you to a whole different place than any whey protein or creatine would. And we always say that if you put the world on reishi, there would be no more wars. There would be no more conflict. I love that. I wish we can sneak it into this water supply. I know. That would be amazing. (laughs) One of my favorite drinks from Irwan is the reishi cappuccino. Oh, it is beautiful. We are about to get a new reishi that Uh is going to be even more potent than what we're using now. Nice. We're, well, we're sneaking reishi into the chocolate supply. If we can't get it into the water supply, at least we get it into the chocolate <laughs> supply. <laughs> Works for me. All right, guys, where can everyone find you online, stalk you on Instagram, buy your chocolate? Yeah, you can find stuff. us at addictivewellness.com online, instagram.com slash addictivewellness. And we would love for you to try our chocolate. We hope you really enjoy it. We love to share the chocolate love. We are the happiest little boncas you've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> And what's your special offer for Food Heals Nation? So for anyone who comes to AddictiveWellness.com, you can use the discount code FOODHEALS with the S at the end, and that will get you 10% off your order. Perfect. Thank you so much. We're honored. Go try their chocolate, everyone. It is phenomenal. It is to die for. And we need that whipped cream recipe. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You guys can't imagine how fun these two girls are. We are so happy to be here. I don't want to go. Thank Thank you you so much for having us. You're amazing. Thank you. You too. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, developing a more positive outlook on life. In rare cases, women have experienced a strong desire to stop asking their boyfriends if they look fat in this dress. If you experience any of these symptoms, post a selfie to Instagram immediately.